1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. About to get into a conversation with host of 52 Weeks in the Word, Trillia Newbell. Yes, Trillia is the author of several books, including 52 Weeks in the Word, A Great Cloud of Witnesses, Sacred Endurance, If God is for Us, Fear and Faith, and The Wide Welcome, and more. And uh, when she isn't writing, she's encouraging and supporting other writers as an acquisitions director at Moody Publishers. And uh, she's also on with us on Saturdays here at Moody mm-hmm. Radio, um, Chattanooga. Good morning to you. Trillia. Good morning. So glad to have you. And I just have a confession. I'm, I'm just going to get it out of the way right now. I just got to get it out of the way. I started 52 weeks in the word. I started reading through the Bible this year. I am not going to finish because I got behind, but I am going to finish the Old Testament. Praise God. Woo-hoo. You know, one of the things that I did with 52 weeks in the word, which for your listeners is a book that is available at Moody Publishers, 52 Weeks in the Word. Um, One of the things that I did was not put any dates in there for this very reason. Uh, I want people to read the Bible. That's the goal. Read yeah. your Bible. And so if you read it fast, slow, whatever, it's fine. You can do it for two years or um, in the case of many, one. But that the goal is really that we get in God's Word. And I'm so grateful that you would use the resource. It was it was awesome. It helped me a lot. And I've been writing notes in the book and uh, checking out the podcast here and there. But it, it was a great companion and it made it feel much less overwhelming. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I I have heard from a lot of people that very same sentiment that they they just didn't feel overwhelmed because it gave them a guide, which, again, yeah. was also the goal. It was yeah. just to help kind of hold people's hands mm-hmm. and walk them through um, reading God's word. So it it completely is, um, it's just been such a blessing to hear testimonies of people who, have, especially those who have never read God's word, uh-huh. who are, are opening up for the first time and and experiencing it. It's, it's awesome. So Trillia, you have a unique perspective. I've appreciated the podcast for 52 Weeks in the Word that's kind of been able to walk alongside with several guests, kind of helping explain some of the deeper things that may have gone over my head right there. And it's it's felt like a conversation going through God's Word. But as the person who's been essentially kind of leading this race, do you have a unique perspective on some of the different insights people have been telling you they've gathered through this year of going through God's Word? Yeah. You know, I, I can tell you probably my own experience, but um, I think one thing that I don't think people think about and that has been 
a lot of fun for me to consider as I've read read it is where you can see the gospel and you may not see it completely laid out, right? But you're going to see glimpses of God's mercy, his justice, his um his his grace all throughout the scriptures, which really just continually points us back to Jesus. And that I think is an insight that people wouldn't have thought of um, had I didn't, I added a questions every, every day you have a, um, a reading, but then you have questions to help guide you through that reading. And one of them is where do you see Jesus and where do you see the gospel? And, and so that I think has been a lot, a um, encouraging insight that, that people have come away with, oh, when I read this and I see God's mercy, well, his character doesn't change. Mm-hmm. God is the unchanging God. So of course he's merciful. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, and so that's that's something that I, I don't think people think of. And I talked about with Nancy Guthrie on the podcast. Um, and also, you again, it's the book itself. So that that's one insight. Well, we're talking with Trillia Newbell about 52 Weeks in the Word, but more specifically, we're talking about reading the Bible from cover to cover. If you've never done that in your life, you're not alone because, Trillia, uh, there was a recent study by Lifeway Resources, and it notes that Americans are fond of the Bible, but they don't really read it. And we know a lot of times you may read a verse or a chapter, but to actually dive in and read it, why do you think this is? Yeah, there's a number of reasons. I think often we are busy and we don't think, oh, I need the Lord. And how do I how do I know more about him through his word? And so our our schedules kind of squeeze out the scriptures. I think another uh is complacency. I think we can be just kind of apathetic. We we go through the motions at times. We maybe go to church on Sunday, um, but the rest of the week is kind of us living our own lives. Where Christians, we're called to follow Jesus and and know Him and be with Him throughout every day of the week, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I think that that those are two reasons that I I think. And then and another one, and I think this is a pain point for a lot of people, they're afraid. They go mm-hmm. to it and they might feel like intimidated. Oh, it's this big book and I'm kind of confused. They'd rather just have the, the pastor feed it to them. But the scriptures are for all people. And, and so I think that kind of fear and intimidation, I don't know where to begin, keeps people from beginning at all. Mm-hmm. And so m- part of 52 Weeks is, in the word is to help get people started, give them a place to start, give them a guide, uh, hold their hands through the scriptures so they know that they can indeed read his word and approach him and know more about him. We're talking with Trillia Newbell, and she's the Acquisitions Director at Moody Publishers. Wow, I can't talk. Publishers, and she's also written 52 Weeks in the Word. And we're talking, reading through the Bible, and some of the reasons that um, Christians even are intimidated about reading. And Jacob, you had a question. Yeah, so you've been getting a bunch of different letters of people's experience, and we've heard so much of the good news. But I know on the other end, speaking from experience, there can also just be this hesitation of going through the Bible without, you know, having just constant help from somebody, without having maybe somebody else's Bible study that they're leading or just your pastor's sermon. Because I know for myself, 
I don't want to get stuff wrong with the Bible. So, Trilia, you, you had some interesting thoughts we were talking about behind the scenes about that. Yeah. Well, the first thought I had was that we're going to get it wrong. And so <laughs> we are, we're not going to, we don't know Hebrew or some of you might know Hebrew, but most of us don't. And most of us don't know Greek. So if we don't know those original languages, we're already getting helped by someone. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so I just want to everyone to take a deep breath and say, yes, I, I don't know what I don't know. And I can get help to read the scriptures. I think that's completely and totally fine. The scriptures, often people say that the scriptures interpret themselves. And so learning how to read the Bible, how to cross-reference, how to, to understand when, when, um, Jesus is talking. He's most often quoting the Old Testament. So it's really important that we read it. Um, so understanding and knowing those things are, are very important. But grabbing a commentary, um, we have the Moody Bible commentary. Grabbing something like that to help you read through is absolutely okay and fine. We teach kids, right, how to read and what to read. And 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 it's okay for us to be... Um, and to need those extra resources for help. Mm -hmm. yeah. There can be this intimidation that we have to perform like we're some high level theologian yeah. and we get everything right. But that's just not the reality. We have to perform the faith that God's given us. Yeah. And he yeah, gives us wisdom. We, he does give us wisdom. I'm so glad that you said that. We ask and we will receive. Ask for wisdom. He says that in his scriptures. And so if we ask the Lord, he's going to illuminate, uh, make clear his word to us. However, if we interpret something wrong and then we learn later, it's it's like an aha moment and it's okay. I think if you talk to any writer and most writers will say, oh, what I wrote 10 years ago, I now know more, better about. I would have maybe written a little differently because I understand that this is now actually a not maybe it's an allegory and I thought it was something literal or this is actually um, this word actually means this. And I thought it meant that. I mean, those are the kinds of things that as we're growing in Christ, as we're being sanctified and learning um, more about him we're also going to change and that's okay. I think, I think that we, um, we can be a little hard on ourselves mm -hmm. and, and we, we're all many theologians, right? We're learning and growing about in our knowledge of God, but we don't, we're just not going to know it all. And we won't until we see the Lord face to face until then we are looking through a glass dimly and we are asking the Lord for wisdom and we're hoping yes. that we will get it right. <laughs> and and I think that's the design, right? We're not supposed to know everything. We're here to learn and grow and be in that posture of humility, you know? So, yeah, thank you for that. And you're hearing from Trillia Newbell. And Trillia, I want you to also speak to what's the difference between reading the Bible and studying the Bible? Yes, there is a difference. Reading the Bible is what I'm trying to get people to do, is read and um, grow in their understanding and comprehension of the Word. So reading through in chunks of Scripture, maybe three chapters at a time, so that you can better understand the context of what you're reading. And you have to do that. You really have to do that in order to study the Word. Mm. Studying the Word is slowing down, um, interpreting, looking text by text. You might cross-reference, which means you're looking at a word and then you're 
um, looking at the little numbers in the <laughs> and in the um, corner of the Bible, and you are referencing back to other places in the scriptures where they say those words. You're you're looking for re- repetition, so that's interpret or interpreting, right? So you need to know the context in order to interpret it well, to to know what it's what the Bible's saying, and then to apply it properly. So that is, but, but reading is just so that you can get that comprehension so that you can know what the, what the Bible, um, what, what the Bible is saying, what the, the, the writer is, is trying to say within the bigger framework of your reading.